Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, and Spotify, and iTunes, yes, and Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. ProWrestlingTees.com forward yeah, slash Up Next. Oh yeah, we sell t-shirts too, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, but mainly, our newest endeavor, Patreon.com slash Up Next. Absolutely. This here is the free show, if you're listening. This is Up Next. We review NXT every Wednesday in the Wednesday Night Wars of professional wrestling. We're your NXT friends. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the BVE, the Brain Davy Experience. We're here. Chat about some NXT. Um, how are you? What's going on? I'm pretty good. I'm a little, a little tired today. You're just a Debbie Downer. Debbie... No, I mean, no, I'm happy Debbie enough. Downer. It's just been a real long week i feel since like the last time we did this show right. till now okay um fair my girlfriend's shifts have switched so she's starting at uh six uh, seven in the morning so which means having... she's up at six and then pretty much you see, like just, just saying... after she left and i was trying to get back to sleep and this isn't a criticism of you but okay. you came home and you know right. like when you're not yeah. asleep yet so I feel like I've been up since six this morning. I managed to get it like an hour. In. Uh, I work uh, at, at a TV station. Sometimes I work nights as well. Last night I worked a night shift, came home, and then uh, I watched Spider-Man 3. Oh, yes. I watched that bed. last night too. But I, I wore headphones trying not to wake you Thank up. Thank you. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, I watched Spider-Man 3 because for our first time ever in our, in our Patreon here, we have tears. And there's a $5 a month gets you all the bonus shows that we're doing. And we have some crazy shows coming out this week. Best match ever, Rock yeah. Austin trilogy. I've been watching so much Rock Austin this week. Right. I uh, still have to watch all these matches. Okay. I'm going to watch them tonight. <laughs> um, we have horror movies for all of October. Yeah, uh, what have we done so far? We've done It Chapter 1. Yes. We've done... Uh, saw? Saw. 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 I saw Saw, finally. 
Uh, we did Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. The classic. The first one. Uh, we did a Breaking Bad one that was free on this feed. But then uh, next week on Halloween, we are doing Scream, the original. But get this. We're doing this one this week because in our – that's all $5 a month gets you all those shows and all these other shows, including What's Next. But if you're the $25 tier, eventually we get to you because you love us so much. You support us. That's pretty much – these are like our true main supporters because they love us so much. I don't know how or why, but they do. And the first guy to sign up, this guy named Eric, chose Spider-Man 3 yeah. to be the first edition of a podcast we now call Up Yours, where you choose. And uh, you kind of come on and tell us why you chose this. I can already tell why he chose this, because he is uh, a devil's advocate, and well, he knows uh, that it would be an I interesting show. I like Eric knew the address for the Patreon before we even announced we it. We didn't even share it. I yet. feel he knew the title of this show Crazy. being Up Yours before he even picked <laughs> he it. He was like, I already had he it. was really yeah. saying, oh, you want something to say Up yeah. Yours? <laughs> Here's Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, you really got us. Yeah, and I watched it for the first time since I saw it in theatres last right. night. okay. Um, it's fun. I think it's going to be a really fun review. Yeah. Uh, best Spider-Man movie ever. Spider-Man 3. Uh, arguably. <laughs> yes, you could argue that. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could argue that. Uh, so that's all the stuff we're doing on our Patreon. So uh, we, we've been keeping it spooky. So it's kind of cool to just kind of switch away and see what people yeah. want us to pick. And I know there's some people looking to pick some fun stuff. But that's all on our Patreon. Go, go to oh, Patreon. Oh, and as a little tease, Brandon from New Jersey, who many of you are probably aware of, yeah. sent me his pick today. Oh, God. Um, it's Don't very... Brandon from New Jersey. Got you. Okay. All right. So we'll get we'll cross that bridge. We'll, we'll we get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah. Very definitely. interesting. But uh, yeah, we also do was next where we go watch old NXT, which is crazy because Bray Wyatt has debuted. Seth Rollins has debuted. It's nuts. But uh, I wonder how those two guys are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> They'll one day have a match together, and it'll piss people it'll off. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Uh, have you been watching any other wrestling? Like, what have you been up to this week? Um, what have I been up to? I've been watching a show called Barry. Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. Okay. Excellent. Really, really good. Yeah. Uh, about a hitman who uh, falls in love with acting okay. in LA. Is that you? Yeah, exactly. Um, why do you think I moved <laughs> from the UK to from become an UK. actor um, in Canada? Yeah, so that's been good. I've been watching that. Right. Um, I went costume hunting yesterday. Right. Got my costume oh, yes. pretty much finalized. I think this is the earliest I've okay. got my costume but ready. But pause for a second. I go, I think even on this show, you were like, yeah, me and my girlfriend, and we're going to be uh, the twins. The twins from The Shining. And then you show up and you show me a picture of your costume. I it's know. not the twins from The Shining. No, it's not. Um, so what's the deal, bro? Well, unfortunately, they don't have... It's it's fine for like me to find a dress my size. Sure. But to match one, that would be like right. my girlfriend's size sure. as well. Uh, it was too much work, so we sort of knocked that on the head. Right. I was thinking of going as uh, the Babadook slash Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Grimes. <laughs> I thought that would be something quite easy I could do. Yeah, I um, But I yeah, can't. we've changed it up now. So what are you now? Um, we are uh, going to be a dead, uh, like, dead high school jock and cheerleader. Right, classic. I've got to be dead. I get annoyed when people are like, yo, I'm a banana. It's like, that's not scary. You want something Alice. spooky. All right. So yeah. I'm thinking of being Scoops Ahoy guy. So that's like just a Stranger Things, Steve Harrington. No relation. But I'm how great. will it be spooky? Uh, I don't know. Dead. Is, dead Steve I don't want to be dead Steve Why? Harrington. Why? It's Halloween. Because he's not dead. Then kill him. So I was just thinking of getting a onesie. Because you can wear them. All the parties you go to, simple costume, you put it on. Did a cow one a few years ago. People pull on the udders. It was fine. Will it be scary though? Can I be a? What's a scary onesie? Like 
the just, devil. Like, you know, the one from the Cow devil. and Chicken? Cow and Chicken. Have you not seen Cow and Chicken? No. I don't know what Cow and Chicken... Cow and Chicken are, are like the cartoon. Okay. About a cow and a chicken. It's like cat dog. Like what? Cat and How... You're going to get a lot of hate for this. You're going to get heat for cow yeah. and chicken? How right. you've never heard of cow and chicken? No, I've eaten it before. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about what we made for dinner tonight. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this thing here in the BDE, the Braden Davy Estate. Uh, because it's Wednesday Night Wars, uh, Wednesdays here, we usually do some wine. We didn't do wine Wednesdays today for our wrestling. We did not, no. But we've been doing this thing where we cook some food. Now, we didn't talk about it last week. We did talk about it on our Patreon shows. Um, because we do an AEW review every Thursday as well on it. But you, last week, you made food for us. Wednesday. I did, yes. This is our tradition here now. It's cute. We make food together and we watch NXT and then do a podcast. And usually have wine, but yeah. yeah, not today. Last week, you made a giant pot of this like beef goulash. Yeah. And what did you call that? The Drew Goulash. The Drew course. Goulash, of course. So, this week, it was my turn. I had to make something, and I just wanted to kind of do what you do and threw, threw a bunch of shit in a pot and just let it, you know, conjure up. Hey, hey, there's more to it. I know, I to know. To yeah, a yeah. goulash. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. I'm... So I went out, and I created, uh, I got some, like, uh, back ribs. Mm. So what, then we chopped up a bunch of hot peppers, threw a bunch of hot different sauces in, just let it all cook up. You made some fire potatoes, put it together. I'm calling it the messiah of the back ribs. Okay. And okay. you see, and you see um, I didn't add too much salt, so it's end of a heartburn. <laughs> right? I've been having heartburn a lot recently. Oh, oh that, you oh, know yeah, why? Because you're good. 30 now. Yeah, I think so. Right. So um, we have to continue. So we've had, what did we have the week before? We had like brisket, didn't we? Uh, we had steak. Yeah. We had Walter Chops. I get I don't know. No. He fought steak, Kishida, didn't steak, he? Steak, steak. I don't know. Something steak. Well, we need we need new NXT recipes. Yeah. Uh, what shall recipes. we cook next week? Let yeah. us know. We need at Up Next Podcast. At Up Next Podcast. Yeah. Follow that Twitter, by the way. Now, I've been meaning to tell you something for a while, Uh-oh. and I keep forgetting. Okay. So, those of you that listen um, have often heard us go on about how we've got a haunted chair, haunted painting, haunted church. Right. We have Gashman. Have we talked about Gashman? I don't know if we've talked about Gashman. Do you want to explain in, who Gashman quickly, is? Quickly, in five seconds, Gashman. We live in Koreatown in Toronto here. And Gashman's this guy who's been... We've lived here for over a year. He's always seen wandering around Koreatown at any odd hour of the night, day. It doesn't matter. And he's always, like, smoking, like, a cigarette, walking really slowly. But he's got this giant gash on his forehead. And, like... You would, you, we see the evolution of them, like, getting a new giant gash, and then it heals up, and then it's open again. We yeah. don't know what it is. It looks like he's been stabbed in the face. I don't understand. It's Gash Man. Yeah. We also have Old the Joker in the area. Yeah, this is, like, uh, Google I the good joke. Toronto Joker, yeah, yeah. Um, we have Spider-Man. Yeah, he's, he's been in the news because he's been webbing up things here. Again? In the city, yeah, I know. Um, what else have we got? We got the Tur- Is it Turkey? Or we had the turkey, Rose the turkey in the neighborhood. Rose died? I, Thanksgiving is passed here in Canada. I'm assuming oh. Rose is R.I.P. Gone. Okay. Missing. Now, my girlfriend and I are walking home. Okay. It's quite late, probably midnight, something like that. Right. Walking home. We've been out for a long time. We, we just want to get home. We're tired. Okay. Now, we live in a basement of like a, a pretty big house. Yeah. We've got these nice steps. Uh, for the house above for us. For us to the BD, yeah. Well, we got the ones down, and we yeah. got the ones above. Right. And we see this guy sitting on the step. 
What? Outside our place. What? Yeah. And we're both like, I don't like that. I don't recognize this guy. Yeah. Why is he sat there? And we kind of slow down and we go, shall we just continue walking for like five minutes, turn around and come come back back. and then maybe text our landlord or something. Yeah. Um, we come back, he's still there, gets up, strips naked. What? And then goes off running. Are you joking? No. <laughs> and we were both like, ah. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know what that was all about. When did this happen? Like, five days ago, something like it's that. It's either like... I've not actually seen you much since is last... Is it a prank? Did... Like, did he look like he was a... a like... Well, we, we thought, is he... Like, is he just getting ready to go running? But why are you doing it on a doorstep? Wait, did he get naked naked? He got, like, down to his underwear. Oh, my goodness. um, And then went running. Weird. And... We got a naked man in our area now, too? Yeah. And, like, you've seen the people upstairs. Yeah. I haven't seen them. So I don't know if maybe we were... We saw something that was quite innocent and he was just living up there. I don't think we did. It was weird. It was creepy. Oh, my God. We kind of... You know when you're a kid and you've got to go downstairs and it's dark and you kind of yeah. run downstairs and then turn the light on? But it's like you could get caught by the demons. And you that could. Time. We were like that going down the stairs to the BDE. <sighs> it's a spooky time. It was scary. They're yeah. spooky times, man. That's scary. Now I'm going to be scared when I'm home alone. Yeah. What am I going to do? You should be. <laughs> you should be afraid, Brayden. <laughs> I'm a pretty big guy. People are scared of me, but I wouldn't do any. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But uh, that's scary. It's yeah. probably the chair. What if this whole basement, what if this whole BDE is haunted? Imagine if we turn around and he's sat in the chair Oh right my now. God, don't say that. Yeah, don't say it. that. That's scary. <laughs> oh man, I've been watching a lot of scary movies because it's Halloween time. Yeah, what have you watched? Uh, I've been watching a lot of classics. Psycho. Uh, we watched Nightmare, so we got to watch that. Uh, Sinister. Watched, I like Sinister. Watched The Purge. Did a, did an Ethan Hawke back to back. Yep. Um, yeah. There's like, there's him and isn't it... Um, Vera Farminga. They're like both in like a load of horror films around the same time. Right. Um, um, have you heard about the, the Joker th- steps that's going on? <laughs> uh, how it's like a tourist attraction now? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. From the movie Joker. Um, that makes sense. Like most things like that get pretty popular for a Yeah, bit. but people are scared they're going to get robbed there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so interesting because I've been seeing this meme of Peter Parker dancing from Spider-Man 3 yeah. and the Joker. I want to get it for now. Too. I'm off to New York in a few weeks. Shall I go to the steps? Yeah, go to it. Yeah. Then get mugged by Eddie Kingston. Sounds good. (laughs) Then I'll ask him to come on our next Evolve show. Yeah, there you go. True. (laughs) Be like, look, I'll give you my money. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So when are you going to New York? Uh, 14th to the 17th. All right. That means I can have massive house parties while you're away. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) You know I love doing that. Um, So, I mean, that's what we have going on. In our lives, I guess it's time we should actually talk about the thing yeah. we're here to talk about. Because uh, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot to talk about. I wasn't Holy. sure what I was going to get into going into this episode. I was kind of, I yeah. don't know, a bit low. Sort of the novelty has kind of worn off now of being like USA's USA. flashy new toy. NXT on and USA. Yeah, so, and this this didn't disappoint this week. Uh, I've kind of stopped watching the main roster, obviously. I, I pick and choose random stuff here and yeah. there. Um, but there also is the news of the New Japan-US crossover, which I'm just like, why? Is there more? Con- well, why are we they've got more? their dojo, haven't they? 
And right. have you seen New Japan's roster? It's so big. It's true. Like, but... you look at their shows, it's all, like, eight-man, ten-man tags, and then you've got the mains. Um, I understand why they're doing it. Right. Um, interested to see how it... It's just so much goes. wrestling. So much wrestling you know, to watch. You watch it all. I know, but it, then I'm like, oh, I miss, and I'm missing stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I want to support, but guys, But then think so how many, many movies are coming out all the time that you don't watch, and you pick and choose. Right. It's unfortunately, that's what we got to do now. You've got to, you can't watch everything. Right. Well, I, at work the other day, I had to watch uh, Pitch Perfect. It's a good film. I've never seen it before. I've like avoided it? it my whole life until why? now. Because why would I ever watch? People always be like, have you seen Frozen? No, I don't have a girlfriend and I don't have little sisters or little kids. Why would I watch Frozen? But don't you sometimes want to have the heart of a child? <laughs> And watch Frozen. Yeah. I just don't want to watch like print. I want to watch like cool animated films, but not really. Frozen's cool. I, I don't know. I don't like. How do you know? You haven't even seen it. You sound like Martin Scorsese right now. <laughs> Black Panther sucks. Oh, no, did you I'm hear? Oh, what was it? Francis, was it Francis Ford Coppola? <laughs> yeah. Jumped in. Fuck off. Uh, well, it's okay because comic book movies are artistic now. The Joker. Um, going back, let's talk yeah, he's about DC though. <laughs> Let's talk about some NXT, because that's what we're here to do. Listen, um, NXT, from Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. Listen, let me tell you something. Have you ever had your heart broken? Uh, yeah, quite, quite a few times. Uh, that's what it felt like watching the ending of tonight's episode. It oh. was betrayal. Really? I haven't felt this since, since Seth Rollins turning. Seth Rollins. Did turning. you actually give a shit about Finn Balor? No, but I was like, what? Uh, what, what like what? I was shocked. We'll get there. Like that's all. Let's I'm start from the beginning. But. Yeah, I just it, right off the top. That's what. That's the big news from this episode. It's just crazy. Have you ever been had that betrayal in wrestling? I mean, we're we're youngins, but think about all of the classic swerves even before we were watching. But I love a good swerve in my wrestling like that. But we will get there. Let's talk about the opening matchup from tonight's episode. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Is this a number one contenders match? Because we were not sure. Now, I thought, was it either last week or during the week? I thought they announced that this was. But Yeah, it's kind of like... At a, the end of it, they made nothing of it. So I don't think it was. It's kind of like in quotations. Like, you know, we have your, our eye on the winners here. Kind of. Yeah, thing. I was pretty sure they actually said it was going to be... Because like, I feel like the women's match down the line here is going to be some multi It's got to be. Right? That's, that's what makes sense. So Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Uh, the crowd here in Full Sail is hot tonight. I love Full Sail ever since they've been on USA. They've stepped up. They've been hot. They've yep. been wanting to watch the good content they've been getting. Uh, there's a test of str- strength from both of these women because Rhea Ripley is like a giant. She's a monster. And Bianca Belair is smaller, but she's also like just built. She, I mean, it's just because Rhea is, is big, big. Yeah. Like Bianca towers over most of the division. Yeah, but Bianca is strong as well. So doing classic tests of strength. Uh, Bianca hits backflips into shoulder blocks. Uh, she hits, runs into the giant boots. There's a sweet counter corner kick. Uh, there's a Rhea, there's like a, a war about who can lift who for suplexes, and Rhea finally hits one. Uh, Morrow says that Bianca was used to be a sales rep for a flavoring company, and uses that to get into because now she's got that flavor in your ear. You know that song, Drake. Yeah, sure. I think it's Craig Mack, Biggie. Okay. 
remix? Wonderful. I know it's your favorite song. It's my favorite song. Yeah, Morrow knows that it was your favorite. Uh, I love Morrow, but that was, I was like, what? Uh, Bel Air gets tossed around and hoofed around by Rhea Ripley, but then finally, while she's getting thrown once, she lands on her feet and hits like a handspring. Uh, she then beats down on Rhea Ripley. They go to the commercial. She locks in a cravat. It comes back. She goes for like a backflip, um, Cross body, some sort of move there, but gets a boot right in the mood se- midsection, which was like Rhea Ripley swatting her out of the air like a fly. It was really cool. Uh, Rhea hits a rip, hits the rip cord. Jake the Snake short arm clotheslines, uh, goes for what is that move that they, the new one? They've called it the Mare's Grasp. It's like a inverted Texas cloverleaf yeah. where you then lift them up and swing I always them did this. very yeah. very cool I always did this on my like younger uh, uh, siblings like with the footlock as well like the N- legs wrapped like where you go like you can you can have a person on your back and I can quickly I, I'm, I can slide and lock it and turn you instantly it's really easy especially Rhea Ripley's taller it looks than really really cool it's, yeah. it's because it's easier to do on small like if I'm bigger than you sure. then I can do it easier because you have the height and strength yeah. to do it so Rhea Ripley doing this move is awesome. They're calling it the Mayor's Grasp, is it? Uh, Mayor's Grasp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she goes for that, but Rhea, uh, Bianca, sorry, gets out of it. Uh, then there's like a tope off the apron from Rhea Ripley, which was really cool. Um, Rhea goes in, but Io Shirai runs down, hits a 619 on the apron, like spins around. Yeah. Looked awesome. While well, we- the ref was just turned for a second. Of course. So didn't even see it. Then ducks down to the apron so the ref couldn't see her. Io Shirai interfering, which allows Bianca to then hit a spear on Rhea Ripley, but she kicks out at two. Candice LeRae comes down, attacks Io Shirai. Rhea Ripley hits the pump handle bomb, which she calls the Riptide, and Rhea Ripley pins Bianca Belair. I actually really like this match. I thought this match was great. We were both annoyed when it went to commercial Yeah, it kind of really killed it for going. a little bit, yeah. Um, I loved all the test of strength stuff at the beginning because we haven't really seen, like, two women who are pretty high up yeah. um, of this size go at it. Um, so we've been enjoying these kind of Keith Lee, Dijakovic, and I almost got the same feel with these two. Like, these are... These are bigger women who are doing, like, really impressive stuff. So I mean, we always say big lads wrestling. I guess it doesn't really... We can't really say big... Big girls wrestling. Big girls wrestling just doesn't have the same um, ring to it. But we mean big, like, statuesque and, like, yeah, just and, strong. And strong. Bianca's um, a beast. And so I loved all the test of strength stuff at the beginning. There was a, an exchange where they were both trying to do the vertical suplex. Yeah. Like we saw in uh, Lee Dijakovic recently. Um, and, yeah, it looked awesome with Rhea lifting Bianca up. Uh, the Mayor's Grasp is an awesome move. Also, referees in NXT have got, s- not smarter, but the way they've done the distractions have been way better. Do you remember a few months ago, it was might have even been laugh- last year, we were laughing because the ref was distracted on the outside and Kyle O'Reilly pretty much climbs into the ring oh, yeah. right next to him, beats down, and it's like, come on, dude, yeah, you must ref- have peripheral vision Use peripherals, and ears fam. to hear it. Whereas... <laughs> Last week with um, with the Damien Priest and Dunn match, with the ref sort of being trapped in the corner and just ducks yes, to get out that, of the way, yeah. and then the low blow happens, yes. that was really creative, and it protects the ref. And same here, the ref was just turned for a second, and EO hits it quick. and crouches because she doesn't want to get caught. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, so I'm still really interested in this women's division. I think it's the... Most interesting it's been in a while, and I I like that everyone's just throwing their name in the hat. 
Yeah, I mean, look, you have Rhea Ripley now beating Bianca. She was like a contender down yeah. there. And she had a takeover match. It was really good. And like, we don't know where she goes once you, in, in NXT, once you hit the women's title, it's like, where do you kind of go from there? Uh, then we have Io and Candice. And those are the two that I need to see that like rematch again. So get this. Next week, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai one-on-one on NXT. So I, I kind of want that for my women's title picture. But the way it's looking is it's a whole scramble of... It feels like that. I don't think yeah. they do the EO and Candice match again so soon. Right. Unless there was, like, building to something else. Right. And also, you've got now... But it is next week. It is next yeah, week. Yeah, That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> like, I feel you must have something else planned. Because sure. I can't see them doing it next week and then doing it again right. next month at TakeOver. Right. And similarly, Rhea, Shayna, I think if you're doing Candice EO already... I think something else has to be added to that. Sure. So I can see that as maybe a TV match. And where does that leave Bianca? Well, she lost tonight. So yeah. That's where it leaves Bianca. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens with the women's division. But EO versus Candice next week sounds great. Because my women's match of the year is definitely one of my favorite women's matches maybe ever is Candice EO from mm. TakeOver Toronto, I think. I really love that match. So I can't wait for next week. And it's my girl, EO Shirai. Uh, Kathy Kelly is backstage, uh, outside Full Sail, rather, coming from, like, the parking lot, which is a very dangerous uh, very spot. Be dangerous. careful. Be careful there, Kathy. Uh, she is now interviewing Pete Dunn, and Tyler Bate is with him. Big, strong boy here at Full Sail. Uh, she mentions to, to Pete Dunn about him losing to Damian Priest last week. He goes, look, uh, I know that he beat me, but he knows... He beat me. I'm over it. And Tyler's, Tyler kind of pipes in. He goes, yeah, but he hit you low. And he's like, look, Damien Priest, there's a receipt coming. And she, Kathy Kelly goes, what about Killian Dane? That there was a kind of an interaction there. He goes, I don't care about Killian Dane. I don't care about Killian Dane. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, that's what he said. I, I don't care about Killian Dane. I'll break his fingers. I'll break his fingers. <laughs> um... I didn't really like this. I don't think Pete Dunne's delivery is good at all. I think he only sounds good... Oh, shit. And I rip the Break Your Fingers line all the time. But when <laughs> there was a video package recently, which was clearly very edited. Yeah. Um, I just... He sounds like he's reading lines all the time. I'll break Your Fingers. And maybe it's because I've got, like, a British ear that the accent doesn't, like, do anything for me as well. Like, I can see it being like, oh, he sounds like a tough Brit or whatever to like okay, wait North a second. American. Wait a second. But I okay. just think he... Because I... When we started becoming friends back in our bachelor days yeah. before you left me and had a girlfriend now have a girlfriend now I used to call you the game shark because you have a Brit... You live in Canada mm. North America but you have a British accent so therefore you're like I don't want to say you're an attraction but like you're, you stand out differently. Exactly. That's but, what I'm saying about yeah. Pete Dunne. Yeah, so I, I can Pete see Dunn in North America I don't know if this sounds as shit as it does to me right right whereas to me it sounds and he's been doing these promos since the first uk championship what 2017 16 i'm pretty done and i just i just don't think he's improved at all i like it and i thought he just came across like a heel here tyler bait looked like fucking shmee from uh (laughs) you know with captain hook it was just the little sidekick going yes boss like um no he's a big strong just gawking in the background i don't know i i didn't think pete looked tough because he had this little blonde lad (laughs) next to him Uh, i don't know i just just didn't work for me i don't know if it seemed that to you but yeah it was weird also they were dressed to like go to the club 
He always are. <laughs> in Florida. Have you ever been to the clubs in yeah. Orlando? <laughs> yeah, they're fun. People dress like that. Uh, we have a vignette for Champa, Daddy's Home. It's a vignette of like him in the hospital. A bunch of the clips from Blackheart. Yeah, together. it was a lot of the things he put on yeah, his YouTube. says like, you know, Twitter. it shows when he had to give up, he had to relinquish the NXT title before WrestleMania weekend. And it, it's, it sprung him into depression and he was like just spiraling into different things. And he was like, I had to get through this. And he has, and he's here and he's back. Uh, we cut back to uh, in the, the full sale arena. The full sale arena. And guess who's in the crowd? Tyler, Tyler Bate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he oh. stood next to Adele, isn't he? <laughs> no, you thought he was with I Adele. I thought he was with Adele. But that was not Adele. Um, she's somewhere else. Uh, Tyler Bate is in the crowd because they say that he wants to watch this next match. And what a barn burner it is. Matt Riddle is going to go one-on-one against Cameron Grimes. Yeah, now this was announced on Twitter earlier today. And I messaged you right away and was like, wow. Yeah, this this sounds sounds really good. This definitely got my attention tonight. Uh, I knew the three-way was happening, and I was like, okay, that's pretty pretty bomb. But then this was announced, and I was like, okay, definitely got to check this out. Uh, Cameron Grimes, Matt Riddle, um, (laughs) there's a... They... They've been doing the gimmick where Grimes has been winning, like, flash it's like right as away. As soon as the bell goes, yeah. the guy turns around right into a stomp. He's distracted you. There's been distractions. He hits what they call now the cave-in. Yeah. Well, he kind of looks like a caveman. But well, cave I think in. more it's like he's just he's caving, caving in your in, rib cage. Yeah, caving in your chest. Yeah. I uh, love the name of it. So, the bell rings, and he goes for the cave-in right away. But Riddle, too smart, bro, moves out of the way. They grapple it up. Uh, very cool styles here. And, again, I was very excited to see this uh, match. This is like an indie darlings here, kind of going yeah. at it. Uh, formerly Trevor Lee here. I love uh, any match that just starts, like, Right away, boom. yeah. Um as we said, we're doing the best match ever with Rock and Austin. And it was something they did pretty much every match. As soon as the bell goes, bam, they're just at each other right. straight away. And it just grabs your attention straight away. Yeah, uh, they're going at it. They're going grapple for grapple. Uh, they go for, like, the the flash knee right away. There's yeah. counters to, like, their, their big moves. Because he countered the, the cave-in. He counters the knee. They're going for all sorts of things. There's counters to sleeper holds. Flying for flying forearm. There's the uh, a bro exploder suplex from Matt Riddle. We also have um, Moro just bigging up uh, Cameron Grimes as an amateur wrestler and how mm-hmm. how he started in amateur wrestling. And he goes, and he even defeated John Jones, Bill. I mean Beth. <laughs> <laughs> About how Matt I don't Riddle. know what he was thinking. And then goes, well. Uh, remind me to pick up the bill next time, Beth. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, he calls her Bill because <laughs> Bill Goldberg was on his mind. On his mind. Uh, speaking of Bill Goldberg, the crowd starts to go riddle, riddle, and perfect timing because then Matt Riddle hits a jackhammer. He hits a fucking jackhammer, yeah. and it was a sick one. Grimes sold it, it perfectly. Good. He didn't hold him quite as long as Goldberg, no, was, but it fine. still looked pretty cool. Looked awesome, but Cameron Grimes kicks out of two. Uh, there was like sentons and kicks and roundhouses, still twos. Uh, they they there's a spot where like Grimes does a backflip into a deadlift bridging suplex. Yeah, like Riddle uh, yeah. is on his knees just about getting up, and I thought he was going to do like a moonsault to his back to yeah. knock him down, but goes over, over him, him, catches him, 
deadlifts him into a German. This looked nice. This was like Spider-Man type yeah. shit here. He he backflips over you, grabs you by the waist, deadlifts you, and German suplexes you for a bridge. But Riddle kicks out at two. Then uh, Cameron Grimes trained by the Hardy Boys. Uh, like, he's the North Carolina... He is the, the new yeah. Hardy. He's essentially a Hardy Boy himself here. Hits this crazy move, which is like... He has him in a in a full slam power, slam kind of move. Spins him all the way around and hits a sit-out flying side effect. I think effect. it was a counter as well. Yeah, it was cooler. nuts. This, this, there was cr- some crazy counters from both guys. There's the floating bro, but Cameron Grimes gets the knees up. There's super kicks. There's a Spanish fly for a two from Cameron Grimes. Uh, he goes for the cave-in, but it's countered into a power bomb, which just flattens him. He gets so high with this. Yeah, stomp. he kills him, and then turns it, flips him over, hits the flash knee, and Matt Riddle hits the Bro Derek and pins Cameron Grimes. This was a banger. This was crazy. This was fantastic, and yeah. this is Grimes' first loss. Uh, really since after the tournament. Yeah, he's been on his little roll. He's been and, on a run. And he's been finally put in his place, which is- which was fine because it put him... Morrill sold it right away as the bell rung at the end. He's like, wow, Matt Riddle had to earn that one. He had to fight for that one. Look, a hard-fought victory because Cameron Grimes definitely brought it to the test. Uh, there were some crazy spots in this match. It's- I love it. It's definitely worth noting as well that they are not shying away from this Goldberg thing at all. Yes, because Matt Morrow mentions, you know, Matt he, Riddle's controversial online. Yeah, and, and stuff. but he was also going, oh, that's uh, those chants have a certain cadence to them yeah. that might uh, like Goldberg. irritate a certain Hall of Famer and that kind of thing. Riddle. I, th- I think uh, Full Sail were also trying to do a bro chant, but to Goldberg's drums. How does that they go? They were going like, bro. Bro, bro, bro. What is it? Dunum. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Full sales. They were doing something with bro at oh, one point. Boy. I love it. So what a match, though. I this really is fantastic. enjoyed it. Yeah, I really love this match. I, I, we're going to get Goldberg versus Matt Riddle. One thing I would say is, um, and this is the case with a lot of guys, I think Riddle's got his, a bit of a formula now, certainly for the, the starts of the matches. Um, the moonsault that he like lands on his feet, does the senton, followed by a PK. Right. There's quite a lot which the five for moves. about like exactly it's five moves of doom. Which yeah. um, okay, they're not a power slam and a spine buster or like sure. they're a bit flashier, but it's starting to be a bit too repetitive and formulaic. Um, the last few minutes of the match, you kind of forget of that because they do some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But pretty much every match he's had so far. Uh, recently, I feel like the first five minutes are pretty much the same. So you're saying guy. he's Goldberg? <laughs> he's Goldberg. <Yeah. laughs> he's what is the saying? I live long enough to see yourself become the villain, Matt Riddle. <laughs> he's going to become a WWE guy, and he's in quite a few matches. He's he attracts some boos. He comes out as a fan favorite. All he the was time. getting he was getting, booed and then in this he's match. got a few like little heelish moves. He was doing a lot of kicks. Like Cameron Grimes seemed to get winded. Or something in the middle of the match. He roundhoused Cameron Grimes in the turnbuckle in the corner, and like it looked like like his moves called the cave-in, but he looked like he now, caved in. It was in either his like really good selling, or yeah. he was actually a bit winded here. Yeah. And then Riddle kept doing the kicks, and it definitely picked up a few boos from the crowd there. Yeah. Uh, no, I really enjoyed this match. I I, I love the checkout Matt Riddle versus Cameron Grimes. Definitely. I don't know where they go from here with either of these guys, but uh, it interesting to interesting to see. We see Donim, Donovan Dijakovic. He's backstage. Well, there's a post-match angle we need to talk oh, about. Oh, wait. Uh, from Oh, right. Totally. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. 
let's go to Tyler Bate because Matt Riddle goes to fist bump Cameron Grimes while he's like outside the ring, but he's standing near Tyler Bate. He goes to Cameron Grimes, but Cameron refuses the fist bump from Matt Riddle. He so, looks like a sulky teenager. He's like, I don't, want your, I don't want your sympathy on code of honor. And he goes, fine. And then he goes, hey, Tyler Bate. And he fist bumps Tyler Bate, fist bumps the crowd and walks off. Tyler Bate leaves. So Cameron Grimes gets up. He looks over at Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate's just like smirking at him, just smiling. So Cameron Grimes uh, pushes him. Tyler Bate gets a little upset and then hits him with the fake out like, oh, over here. And bing, bop, bam, hits Cameron Grimes in the mouth, drops him flat on his face. And Cameron, uh, Cameron Grimes is like laying there and Tyler Bates like, hurrah. And the crowd is like, cool. Yeah, I thought Tyler Bates looked like a nerd. You just don't like the British people. I don't know. You don't like he the just, Brits. Um, I thought the punch was cool, but then I we've seen that move so that? many times. I get people with that bop bang all the time. It's great. You ever go, hey, <laughs> I know in, in Dr. No, the first Sean Connery Bond okay, film, yeah. there's a bit where he like, pulls back his left hand to punch and then the camera cuts and he's swinging a right hand Ooh. and everyone's like, oh, it's a movie gaff." Yeah. It's like, no, James Bond is just really smart. <laughs> he's like, trick you with the left, bam, with the right. It's my favourite thing to um, fake punch people when I do it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I thought Bait with Pete Dunne earlier just looked lesser, looked like a sidekick. And then here he just looked like a kid in front row who his favourite wrestler fist bumped him. But then the, the bop and bang thing was cool. Yeah, so um, this is clearly going to set up Cameron Grimes, Tyler Bate. Which will be, happen next week. Yeah, there we go. So that's pretty cool. Big strong boy. I here. think that will be a great match. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of shitting on Tyler this week, but I, I love his matches. Hey, yeah, we don't talk enough here on about NXT UK, but I remember Tyler Bate having that crazy match with Walter a few mm. months back. That was awesome. But, I mean, there's been some title changes over in NXT UK. I just Like I said, there's too much wrestling, and it's not strong enough. It doesn't it doesn't float as what flows well as like a normal NXT. Oh yeah, location. the WWE UK, yeah. the NXT UK. Yeah, I just feel these guys like Dan and Bate, um, their characters haven't improved evolved. at all. Yeah, evolved. they haven't evolved, and I think they're lucky because they're such stars in in the UK. Like, right. and everyone thinks, oh, the UK guys, Dan and Bate, that they've kind of just settled on having good matches. Like, great matches. Some really, really, like, match-of-the-year candidate matches. Definitely. But just, I hear their promos, and I'm looking at Bate, and I'm like, come on, you've been here a while now. Uh, you should you should have more to bring. Right. Okay. I mean, we're, maybe he will next week. He hasn't been in NXT. He's been in the UK. So him coming here to fight Grimes next I week. I don't worry about a match, though. Their match is going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the other stuff. Uh, we then go to Donovic, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic Dijakovic. He's backstage. He's training with his flag up. Has an insert promo. Uh, he's mad. He wants to settle the score with Keith Lee, but at the same time, uh, take this opportunity uh, for the North American Championship in the Triple Threat. Then we come back to the full sale crowd, and there's some sort of air traffic controllers. Waving their like baton one things, the ones wa- waving down traffic. There's a, a titantron of what is it? A plane, a plane landing, or plane taking landing, off or taking off. And I'm like, what's going on? What, how, like, what did I smoke? What am I watching? <laughs> and then you said, oh, well, it was very similar to their men at work yes. thing the other week. Um, and here come 
Fandango and Tyler Breeze, Breezango. That's right. They come down to the ring dressed as uh, Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Yeah. They're like pilots. There's a the cool new pilots. one's come out soon, isn't it? Yeah, Top Gun 2. Yeah. Why is that a thing? It was in the works for a long time Danger before... Zone. Is it Tony Scott? Ha <laughs> uh, Before the director took his life ever, a few years ago. Oh, that's Did sad. you not know that? No, I yeah, didn't know Yeah, he jumped that. off a bridge. That's really sad. Um, but it was in the works. Like, Tom Cruise and the director have been talking about it for a long time. So you ever play the Top Gun drinking game? Every time... It's Tom Cruise, you drink? I don't no, know. every time someone p- puts on or takes off aviators, okay, and you drink, but then every time you hear Highway to the Danger Zone, you drink twice. Right. <laughs> and it plays like four times in the movie. <laughs> Danger Zone. Um, so, yeah, the, the Top Gun strippers are back. The strippers are back on NXT. Nice. In case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, strippers. Nice. What are we doing after the show? Stripper cops. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, stripper cops is what we call them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, not my favorite characters here, but the Top Gun strippers, they are in for some risky business. That's a different movie. Uh, they come down to the ring and they have a mystery partner because they are going up against the Forgotten Sons, all three of them, but they have a partner and it's Swerve Isaiah Scott, Isaiah Swerve Scott, rather. Uh, he comes down and he is their mystery partner. So the Top Gun strippers and Swerve Scott versus the Forgotten Sons. They were building this mystery partner up for most of the show up to this point. Oh, who's the mystery partner? I like, I like Isaiah Scott. I'm just like, okay. Um, I love this match, actually. I okay. thought this was a really fun match. All right. Uh, you, you can tell me how much you love it. I mean, I was eating my... Uh, you said this is pretty good when we were watching Yeah, it. when I got into it. But definitely I was a little bored. When you stopped again. eating your ribs. I was eating my, my uh, messiah of the back ribs. Um, so there's... Uh, Forgotten Sons are like beating down on uh, Tyler Breeze here. He finally gets Fandango into the ring. He hits his classic leg drop. Uh, when he comes into the ring, Beth Phoenix says, Whew, is it just me or is it getting hot in here? Clearly, they're, uh, they're building a, a new... You, never mind Bo- La- Lana was... and Bobby Lashley. Beth Phoenix... Beth and... Phoenix was getting flustered a lot during yeah. the show. <clears throat> so uh, he's in there. There's a slingshot suplex from, I think, Riker on Fandango. They love to do moves where they bounce you off the ropes, these Forgotten yeah. Sons. They just love it. Uh, they keep beating down on Fandango. Breeze comes in. They beat him up as well. Um, there's a, a, a hot tag in between Fandango and Tyler Breeze back and forth. And there's power slams. There's suplexes. Swerve comes in. He eats a nasty butterfly backbreaker from, I think it was Wesley Blake. Or, no, sorry, the other one. Riker, uh, not Riker. Oh, man. They're actually forgotten. That's how Steve they, Cutler. Steve Cutler. Th- their names are actually, for, like, I forget them. That's They're living the gimmick. Um, there's a, a pop-up flatliner from Isaiah Scott, which is crazy. There's a top rope, Huracan Rana. Oh, this was really cool. Where all three Forgotten Sons hit a move on Isaiah Scott. There's so I, a, yeah, I think it was Blake hits the Huracarana. Yeah, and then Riker on one other turnbuckle and Cutler on the other do flying headbutts, like Chris Benoit style. Yeah, diving. this was awesome. After getting really hit. Cool. Yeah, this was really sweet. We're at a great spot, and the camera angle was awesome. So top rope, Huracan Rana, simultaneously while they do flying headbutts onto it. But it's only a two count. It is broken up. Pushed, someone gets pushed onto it to break it. Uh, Isaiah hits like this crazy, uh, oh, the, the flatliner. But then 
Isaiah is with Riker on the apron while the other two Forgotten Sons are like just onto the outside. And Isaiah Scott jumps off the apron, kicks off Riker to hit a moonsault onto the other yeah, guys. This was awesome. This, this is was, incredible. This was like, I've not seen things like this. Yeah, he just spun, seemed to be on his chest yeah. for half a second, yeah. and just springs off. Springs off awesome. the one guy, like pushing his weight off him to hurt him, and then moonsaults onto the guy's partner. Just a crazy... What a, this move definitely was just incredible. Uh, then there's like a super kicks. He tags in Fandango, who tags in Breeze. They hit a double super kicks, but the, it's broken up at a two. I thought this was the finish. Then there's clothesline. There's clothesline tosses. Swerve. Uh, there's like a, a, a spot where he gets. Everyone's getting clothesline like out of the ring. Um, then there's that back into the ring. I believe it's Cutler with Isaiah Scott and he hits this crazy move where he runs at you and like does like this like scissor I don't even know what he calls this move but it's like the scissor kick kicks him in the face and pins him just like that uh what a what a sweet little match this this definitely was the uh Isaiah Swerve Scott show for me yeah I th- I thought everyone pulled their weight in this match I thought it was really fun going into it we were kind of like ah oh, this is the the toilet break right but I thought all the guys worked really hard. I thought there was the some great uh, double team moves or triple team moves from Forgotten Sons. Yeah, that hurt which I think is their crazy. their specialism. We've seen that in a quite a few matches. They've had some inventive stuff. Yeah, you know what? I you're right because the Forgotten Sons. Uh, you know, a lot of people say what you want about them, but they actually are, they're a good team to have here in NXT. I think so. And yeah. then you had the uh, the double tag to um, like when Brizango both tag each other in and they yeah. hit the super kicks was cool. Um, everything uh, Swerve Scott does looks really impressive I I thought this really fun fast match and uh, good to kind of break up the flow of the show having someone like this yeah I would say I actually you're right I got into the match the only thing that kind of bothers me is still like the weird gimmick of kind of like these guys are, have been here what are they but it was still but fun that, to that's watch. what it is like yeah. um, it's they're trying to create a third brand here with NXT yeah and it should be no different now than saying, oh, but he was on Raw a year ago and now he's on SmackDown. It's just, it's you're moving around. Yeah. Um, and I think they're fun. If I'm happy seeing 10-minute matches like this rather than like the sort of 10-minute dumb matches you get at the hour and a half point in Raw. Sure. Like, this was fun. Yeah, this had some crazy spots. Isaiah Swerve Scott definitely has a, some... Some potential yeah. down the line here in NXT for sure. Definitely to watch there. Uh, we have a, a promo from Roderick Strong. Now remember, he beat up Velveteen Dream, who he was supposed to fight tonight, but instead now has to face Dijakovic and Lee. And he says that William Regal is like some sort of basically an asshole for making this stipulation. Yeah. But Roddy, we, we discussed last week, Roddy, have you not seen wrestling? You break up a number one contenders match. You know what's going to happen. You're going to fight them both. So he's he's complaining. He says, and I quote, I got to fight these two goofs. <laughs> love it. Uh, I, I You la- were laughing. He's terrible. No, uh, I, like, I love it. I love Roddy in the ring. Yeah. Like, he's just delivers. And especially he's been Mr. He's been like the TV guy. For a while, He's just the killing it the in workhorse. these matches. But, dude, you're 36 years old and you sound like a 15-year-old. Love it. Whining. And I think it's it's kind of funny when you've got Undisputed Era because they've all got their kind of different characters. Sure. But just as a promo on his own, um, I just thought he sounded like a teenager whining and I, I didn't like it. Gotta fight these two goofs. And it was laughable. Like, 
It was funny. It was that bad. I love Roddy. Camp strong, baby. We go to... Seriously, can you see... Like, with a promo like this, can you ever see him being champion? Like, the guy. Well, he's got the North American. That's what matters. Sure, North American. But can you ever see him being the guy cutting promos like that? One day. We just watched that My Way (laughs) promo, Rock Austin. (laughs) And you're having... When The Rock's going, every ounce of sweat, every drop of blood, you're going to get the very best of The Rock. Insert Roddy doing this promo hit there. Come on. You're going to get every best of these shitty little boots. Yeah. (laughs) I love Roddy. Leave Roddy alone. The workhorse. What would we do without Roddy? He'd be in an AEW. Look, I'm calling it it as it is. Um, I've said he's a fantastic wrestler. One of the best. It's got to be more than that. Protect Roddy at all costs, ladies and gentlemen. Just in your own world. Let me know. What do you think of Roddy? I know what people are going to say, but I love me, me some Roddy. Uh, Leo Rush, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Yes, you heard that. NXT Cruiserweight. Don't call it the WWE Cruiserweight. It's the NXT Cruiserweight. He comes out. He is champion. But he's in street clothes because he's going to be doing commentary for the Cruiserweight match that's up next here. And it is Angel Garza going one-on-one with Jack Gallagher. Mm. Another Brit on this show here. The, it's the British Invasion. Yeah, a lot of Brits. I bet you hate him too. To be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, why is Jack Gallagher on my TV right now? <laughs> but he, he's fun to watch. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, they're both wearing the same color gear, which always bugs me. You always, I know what you mean. Always, yeah. wear two, always carry two wherever you travel, and then you check with the guy you're fighting and be like, oh, okay, better switch that out. Because it's like two baby blue colors. But I digress. So there's quick takedowns from each of them. Uh, Gallagher is d- known for like the weird like comedy, like technical comedy spots, and he does a lot of it here with like the crucifix pin, but he's like spinning and hopping around, keep locking it in and keep getting the one-two. It's really great. Angel Garza tries to rip his pants off, but he, he keep, can't get his moment. And then finally, Jack Gallagher rips them off for him. Uh, so more stripping in my NXT. And Look. Beth is getting all flustered again. Oh, oh, Angel Garza. I mean, he's a handsome man. Uh, he's no Kota Ibushi. Oh, God, no. But he's a handsome man. So um, he then Jack Gallagher then rips the pants off, but then eats a big boot. Uh, he gets hit with this like slingshot inverted suplex, which was really cool. Then a super kick, only a two count from Garza. Uh, Gallagher strikes back. He does this like stalling suplex lift, and Gallagher is tinier than Garza. And Gallagher is like this. If you want to look up how to get a hernia, this is what you do, and you watch this move. Because I'm like, dude, that my back hurts thinking about it right now. From watching yeah, it, it was hurting. This is one of his spots. He does. A He's lot, a strong little it's, Jack. It's so impressive. Holy, yeah. this is very impressive. I, I hope that doesn't hurt. Like it makes me cringe because it looks like it hurts. He's lifting him straight up, and he is uh, not not even as bigger as the, not even as big as this guy. It's just awesome. What a great visual of just him lifting. It's crazy. Uh, they continue to scramble back and forth. Both both are very kind of technical and and quick and tiny. Um, there's a spot where he gets like launched uh, from Garza. Uh, he gets like sl- he he goes for a, a tope, but then fakes out and does a slap because Garza is such a heel. Uh, Gallagher hits a headbutt. They go up top. He gets thrown like face first, like flipped upside down and face first, lays him out, and then hits his like second rope uh, springboard, lion salt, moon salt, whatever you want to call it. But what he calls it is the Sarah de la Sea, the La Silla. Sarah de la Silla, because it's the highest mountain in Montero, Montero Mexico, or somewhere like that, Morrow is describing it. Uh, so the Silla Moonsault, essentially, or something like that. Right. So he pins Jack Gallagher and wins here. So Angel Garza, 
potentially has a cruiserweight title match down yeah, the line. Yeah, that's kind of what they were implying here. Yeah. Um, you were saying Angel Garza being a heel. I don't know if it's clear if he is or not. Yeah, I the think crowd he's, likes him. I think he's the just, girls love him. I think he's just cheeky. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's So it worked. You can put him in the position uh, two weeks ago where Champa just nailed him in the face. Sure. But also you can get the crowd behind him. And he's not been on TV enough to kind of define exactly what he is. Yeah. And to be honest, I've been confused if Jack Gallagher's heel or baby right, face yeah, for no about two years now. Right. I forgot about him completely. Yeah. But he's, he's fun as well. He's a, it was a good spot for him to, to have some showing here. Uh, he's pretty fun to watch. I miss watching him. Uh, so, yeah. So sometime soon, Angel Garza versus Leo Rush. He says, you know, you come come for me. He's talking after and because he was doing commentary, which he was just okay on. I expected a little bit more from him on commentary. Maybe Yeah, he, thought- he, he actually seemed a bit awkward. And yeah. well, we've heard him. He's pretty good on the mic. Yeah, he's he got is. swagger and stuff. Maybe he was handcuffed um, here. Mauro was really trying to help him. Um, he goes like, so what do you... What do you think of this so far? And he's like, oh, it's amazing. And he's going, yes, but why? Like, like he's pushing him to get more out of him, which is is great. But you could see him kind of struggling with it and kept on going back to, oh, I'm I'm just taking notes. I'm taking mental notes. Right. Mental notes. That's what you got to do when you study. Uh, I would say up to this point in the show, we've had quite a variety of different styles and stuff like this match was pretty different to uh, like the tag match, the real match, um, the women's match. I think. They offered quite a lot of different stuff here, which I enjoyed. Yeah, NXT is definitely has so much, such a variety of different styles and, and different people. It's pretty awesome. I do I do quite enjoy it. You're, you're dead on. They do like to mix it up and, and change it up, and I love it. And I feel every week we've been going, oh, okay. Like, obviously, you've got your marquee matches. They've kind of been billing three matches a week. Yeah. We know we're going into seeing. But all the ones in between are like, oh, okay, this. And then have, has ended up being a pleasant surprise. We then go to another pleasant surprise announced on Twitter before the show tonight from William Regal. He said that there will be a tag team match tonight and the winners will face the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, the Kabuki Warriors. Yes, Kyrie. Next week. So the team of Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox will face Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. Yeah, they're finally making good on this promise that Bailey and Sasha made all those months ago. The tag team titles yeah. will def- be defended in NXT. And I think that's great. I, I love this idea. Right? Of a, like a floating championship between all three brands. Definitely. So, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Marina Shafir, and Jessamine Duke. Uh, Duke hits a boot right away as the bell doesn't even finish ringing yet and tries to get a quick three count, but Dakota kicks out just in the nick of time. Uh, there's like throws and a uh, judo throws by Marina Shafir on Dakota Kai. She's a she's a beast too. I bet she can spar for real. Um, there's a giant gut buster and a knee double team combo. They're beating up on Dakota. There's arm bars. Dakota finally fights back. There's a handspring into a really cool kick. I mean, after all, she is the leader of Team Kick, whatever that means. But it's awesome. She tags in what they call the Welsh Wonder. Dressed like Captain Marvel, flies in here. Tegan Knox comes in and hits a series of choke slams, like her hero. Yeah, the cane, the big red machine. <laughs> the big red it's machine. Such a weird thing. <laughs> I hey, love it. If all these wrestlers can do super kicks and 
Uh, all these moves. I think uh, Shafir's hero must have either been Goldberg or Hogan because <laughs> she didn't get she the did slam. not get the height on that joke. <laughs> it looked slam. like Undertaker choke slamming Hogan in like 2002 yeah. or something. It was not the best choke slam, but series of choke slams here. Then an Enziguri in the corner, the running senton, a high cross body, all for a two kick. There's a pump kick from Dakota Kai, which takes out uh, Marina Shafir, and then. Tegan Knox hits not a shining wizard, the shiniest mm. wizard, and pins Jessamine Duke. Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox will face the Kabuki Warriors next week. Yeah, I thought this was by far the weakest match on the show. Um, I can't remember the last time Marina and Jessamine had a match on TV. I'm sure they're working uh, a lot of the touring shows, but... We've seen them in Shane's Corner. Yeah, they yeah. haven't had a match for months. No, I mean, they definitely looked a little bit better. There was some cool stuff. I really like Marina Shafir. Uh, there was some cool stuff from them. Like, I, I you're right, know. we it haven't seen... Pretty much, it was pretty much what we've seen two judo fro- throws, Yeah, and that was it. I, I think they still look incredibly green. Um, and, yeah, I didn't think this was a good showcase for Dakota or um, or Knox. Well, they have a shot at the titles. No VXT. No Chelsea Green and Virtuosa. They no, haven't no. showed up yet, but that would be a good slot down the line, too. But there's the Titantron. It turns on, and we hear laughter. It's the Kabuki Warriors, your favorite. Yeah. Kyrie Sane. Ahoy! <laughs> She's here. She's right next to me now. That's right, yeah. You're, you have the Kyrie Sane cutout in your room. Uh, they don't have the Kyrie Sane uh, heel cut out. I'm waiting for the Io Shirai. You've, you've said this every week heel for about a year. Cut out. <laughs> Someone buy me the Io Shirai cut out, but heel Io Shirai cut out. So the Kabuki Warriors, they're on screen. They're laughing. They start giggling in Japanese. They're wearing their scary face paint. They're heels. They're evil Japanese women. And I'm here for it. This is what I love. Yeah, I really hope um, someone translates this and puts the subtitles on because I would really love to know what they're saying. Uh, I really like the, these characters. We haven't really had much explanation as to why they've turned, but right. I love the kind of giggling heels that yeah. are just talking in their own language. You so, ever seen like the Grudge or like the Ring? Like they're yeah. doing like the like the evil. They got she's got the crazy face paint going on. It's scary. They're not really playing that, though. I mean... No, no, I'm just saying, like... Their face paint's cool, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like, they're playing these just manic, <laughs> laughing, they're just taking the piss out of everyone, and they yeah. know no one understands what they're saying, <laughs> and they know they can back it up in the ring. Um, yeah, but they I, eventually end the thing with saying, we beat you next week. You don't have a chance. I, this, I hope this is given some time, because I think this could be really good, and obviously, Dakota Kai and uh, Tegan Knox are both... Like, we've seen them do pretty good stuff yeah. uh, in the past and against way, way more capable performers than uh, the horsewomen. This is not something I would be like, oh, wow, this is unexpected. It's not something I thought I would be seeing next yeah. week. And it no, is, me, so it's pretty neither. interesting. And just to be able to, yeah. See Kyrie? See Kyrie I know again. you missed We're her. We're up next. I have missed her. I know you missed her. You love her so yeah. much. I know. Your favorite. She's back for now. Uh, we have a video... Backstage, Keith Lee, he's preparing, he's taping his wrists up. In his insert promo here, he says that there's a door open and I will seize this moment. I will seize this opportunity to take the North American title. Same thing as Dijak is saying. So uh, we get an announcement. Next week is Tyler Bate versus Grimes and Candice versus EO. And now it's the main event time. 
the oh, brawl to I settle just it wanted off. To, oh, we went over a Killian we Dane. We did thing. go over a Killian Dane promo right. uh, a bit earlier on in the night. Uh, what did he say? He, he didn't say a great deal. He just said... This was my smoke break. Yeah, he said, um, you tried to break my fingers, but I can break you, was essentially what he said. Um, it was fine. Like, it worked because he says it in his scary Irish accent and looks scary. Um, but, yeah, it was fine. It's setting up uh, Dunn and Dane. You know what he should do? He should attack Pete Dunn next week mm. and take a pair of pliers and break Pete Dunn's fingers. Just cut him off. No, no. Oh, God, that's so terrible. He should, he should like, kayfabe, use the pliers on his fingers and be like, yo, I broke your fingers. Like, fuck yeah. you. Like, you think you can go around breaking people's fingers like this? I'll show you. And then it sets that up. In, in like, uh, I'd say 10, 15 years' time, yeah. um, Dunn is on his, his retirement tour. Nice. Uh, he's got to finish with a I'll break your fingers match. Oh, that's it's, how you win you the win match? by just breaking the other guy's fingers. Who does he face? Marty Skrull. Yeah. <laughs> that guy needs to show up in AEW real quick. He needs to do something, doesn't he? Yeah, he needs to. I, I, uh, had, we, I had our friend Sam over. Yeah. And uh, we were just like pre-drinking before going out uh, to a hip-hop night. And we were like talking about wrestling and, and how Marty Skrull does his finger-snapping, finger-breaking yep. thing. And then we watched Wrestle Kingdom 12, the four-way. The four-way? Kushida, Osprey. Haka- uh, uh, Takahashi Takahashi and Marty Skrull yeah. that, one of my favorite matches low key uh, so there was that Killian Dane promo he's gonna break Pete Dunne's fingers that's what he's gonna do he's just gonna break him you're gonna break like, my like fingers Bane I'll break you that man's back that was I break his spirit what he was getting his at. soul I, first I break your back I break your soul the main event Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic and Roderick Strong, the NXT North American Championship. Roderick Strong comes out still wearing the sticker on his shirt. Of course. Sticker gang. Who else wears stickers still on their shirts or hats? That's what Roderick Strong does. He's tweeted us about it. You know, like, what the, um, the, like, mum's version of that is? What? Leaving the film on their phone. Oh, Oh, My yeah. mom would have it for like, it's like, come on, just peel it off well, now. Well, like grandmas with plastic on their furniture. <laughs> <laughs> but the sticker on your, I don't like the sticker. I wear hats. I'm a hat guy. I have no hair. Uh, and I, I don't like stickers on my hats. No, take it off. Yeah. The, it's like keeping the label in your shirt. Come on, grow it's up. It's weird. People. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> there's a key and peel sketch. But we did great. decide that Roddy is 15 as well. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, keeping the sticker on the shirt, that's a whole different thing than the hat in my opinion. So, this match starts right away, and as you figured, Roderick Strong dips out of the match, hoping the two big lads, the two behemoths here, can wrestle, but they don't fall for that crap. They chase him around the ring, he runs into Keith Lee, and it's like Roderick Strong is running into a wall. It's literally like a cartoon of splat, and then he falls back. Keith Lee and Dijak go at it. There's a huge one-handed spine buster from Keith Lee on Dijak, which is, there are some big boys there's some big lads here. These guys are crazy. Uh, there's double chops by Lee. There's uh, They go to commercial, and the whole thing is Dijak beating on Lee, but he's not letting Roddy get back in the ring. It's like a, it's like a joke. He keeps like, get it, no, no, get out of here. Kick, keeps kicking him out. We come back. There's an elbow to the head by Lee. Uh, Roddy finally gets in there, and he's like picking his spots. He sees 
uh, is it Lee doing all the... Sorry, Dijak lifts Lee to superplex him. Roddy picks the bones, throws Dijak, and then super... Like, he doesn't have to do all the hard work. He yeah. slides in like the cheeky heel to superplex Lee, but only a two count. Really cool, though. Uh, awesome. Um, there's a, more suplexes. Dijak hits a suplex on Lee. Uh, that is on to Roddy. He suplexes Lee onto Roddy laying yeah. down, which is crazy. You would figure the, the, he would pick up Roddy, the smaller guy, and throw him onto the other guy. But no, let's pick up the biggest guy and throw him onto Roddy. And they're lucky. They kind of just, he landed on the shoulders. Sure, he'd yeah, have safe. He would have killed him. That could kill you. Yeah, that's messed. Looked great. Looked awesome. Uh, Lee, Dijak, sorry, goes on the apron to the outside to hit like a tope. But Lee catches him like in a powerbomb position. Roddy goes for the wrecking ball but gets caught. And then, Jesus Christ, there's like this uh, Tower of Doom spot, which was just insane, where they go up to the top rope. And you know like where the one guy's about to get suplexed? But Roddy, there was like a, a, stu- was a, a, like a stutter there where they, they froze. And Roddy is like in midair. And it looked like one of these guys is going to break their neck. Well, I thought... I thought at first, yeah, yeah it, we were holding our breath. It looked like Roddy was going to die because yeah. he wasn't, uh, he wasn't completely vertical. Normally, these Tower of Doom stop spots, you kind of just flip forward. Yeah, it looks kind of shit. Um, Everyone does them, but, but this one scared us. On the replays, us. it looked no. I think this is what they meant. It was, yeah. it was essentially the suplex Jack Gallagher did earlier, earlier but this is the top delayed, rope. the deadlift. But these guys are huge. So Lee is holding Dijak, who is just delay suplexing. Roddy but off the top. He's not fully at 180 degrees oh up. God. Oh, it was looked crazy. It was terrifying. Um, and I think they were really needing to get to that commercial break as well because it just cut. Yeah, they're away, like, which was a shame because it would have been good to let this moment breathe and hear Full Sail react to this, but it cut to commercials right away. Yeah, crazy spot. Holy! Usually, I'm tired. It's kind of sick of that Tower of Doom, but then this is how you kind of refresh it, doing adding other little aspects. And this into is it. things I like with the match. We've we've seen uh, Lee and Dijakovic have four matches now. Yeah. In NXT, and they've got the spots. They've done a bunch, like the like the rolling sent onto the outside that yeah. Lee catches. catches but him. then this took a fresh take on it because yeah. you then had Roddy hitting mm. the baseball slide, messing that up, and then. There are a few cool little things where they right. were going for something we've seen before and Roddy would mess it up, which I liked. Roddy's a little shit. Yeah. As you call him. But also done shit. his homework. Yes, of course. Because he's Roderick effing strong. Roddy then has a spot where they're in, all standing and he's just chopping the shit out of both of them. It's like a helicopter in between the fight of Godzilla and King Kong. He's like swat. He's like, ah, yeah. ah. And then finally they're like, uh, nobody. But then... Uh, there's a huge backbreaker on Dijak. He then hits an angle slam on Keith Lee. Roddy looked amazing here. He was doing his like flurry of forearms and then just picking up these two huge guys. Yeah, um, just crazy. He looked, yeah, he looked incredible. I love him. Camp strong, baby. Then uh, Keith Lee finally fights back with his grizzly paw chops. Throws each other out of the ring. They're all fighting outside. And again, Roddy goes for the wrecking ball. They catch him again. And he lands into position for the feast your eyes out on the apron, the flip over torture rack into the straight knee to the face. And if that wasn't enough, he then gets a pounce, sending him into like the rails and he's just dead. He's left there. Then we have a moment where Keith Lee and Dijakovic look at each other. They know what this means. They can settle the score. They go back into the ring and have a stare down and full sail university. 
goes wild. Before this match, I was saying to you when we were watching this together, it reminds me of, uh, I kind of wanted to see when there was a, like a Taboo Tuesday, Cyber Sunday, whatever. It was Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, and John Cena. Right. And at the time, Angle and Shawn had the feud going from Mania. Yeah. And like they, wa- they were really about the win losses. Remember when that made sense? Wins, losses, right? Isn't that the other show <laughs> that we don't talk about? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and they were like, look, Cena's in the match, but fuck him. Let's get rid of Cena early on, and then we can have that final between us yeah. two. And that's what kind of this was here. It's like, hey, let's get rid of Roddy, and then we can settle our score because we don't need this little fly pesking around us. We're two beasts. We're two monsters. So they duke it out. There's just chaos here, as you would assume. These two are just crazy. They're giant, but they're doing backflips into big boots, then knee lifts, and ch- sit out. There's a cr- top rope sit out choke bomb for a two count. It's insane. Dijak hits a Flosbury flop. Sorry, what is it? Fosbury flop. Fosbury flop to the outside, uh, but Lee pulls the the, car, the like the corpse of Roddy to take the. And yeah, Roddy move. took this like on his back. <laughs> oh it my looks, god! It looked bad. Then, like good, bad, but painful. Then in a spot which makes the crowd go insane, I could not believe your eyes. Can't fe- never mind feasting your eyes. I, my eyes could not believe what Keith Lee just did here. He hits a running tope to the outside on Dijak. Just insane. Keith Lee is huge. Yeah, he looks like a giant grizzly. So this bear. is yeah a tope con hilo. So yeah. clearing the top rope. Yeah, Crazy. over the top rope. Flipping, landing onto Dijak. Just insane. They go back in. There's a top rope power bomb by Keith Lee on Dijak. But as he lands and the whole ring shakes, Dijak goes flying. Lee is just taking the blunt of dropping himself. Roddy slides into the ring, hits the running sick kick. And Roderick Strong pins Keith Lee and retains the North American Championship. Just like that. Champ Strong, baby. This is pretty much everything I thought it would be. Yes. And didn't disappoint at all. No. Like we were saying beforehand, come on, this is going to be get Roddy out of the way. These guys fight, yeah. uh, have a barn burner. Roddy slips in as the heel and gets the job done. But, oh, my God, this was a fantastic triple threat match. Thief in the night, Roderick Strong. I, I loved the fact that if you've been watching... Uh, Undisputed Era, like you say, like Roddy, Undisputed Era would be different if the character wouldn't work if they're not all together. Yeah. But at the same time, we also see them interfere in their matches, and that does a lot in this. Roddy didn't have any interference in this. He did it without them, and that's kind of push elevating Roddy in my eyes. It's something they've done a lot with these guys is, uh, okay, they might run out and interfere, but like Adam Cole would send them to the back. Um, I think it was on... Uh, the bump or a pre-show or something like that um, before uh, the the debut on USA. Right. And Triple H was saying about Adam Cole and he was talking about the numbers game. And obviously he knows the numbers game because of DX, because of evolution. evolution. And he goes, uh, the numbers should never... I'm not going to word it exactly right, but it was the numbers should never win it for you. Like the numbers right. aren't there because you're not good but they're that extra advantage. Like, you're good enough to win these matches on your own. Sure. But if, if shit's going wrong, you know you've got your boys behind you. Right. Um, the era. And I think that's kind of what they're going with, with Undisputed Era, because they've given them all solid, clean wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the boys are always there to back them up if things are going wrong, because they want to win all the time. Well, he did win. Roderick Strong retains the title. 
Uh, clean. I love this. He beats the two behemoths, obviously because the gripe, the the, the issue here is they want to beat each other. Yeah. They, they probably didn't care about pinning Roddy realistically. Uh, so it's good because then that sets up. We can still see Lee versus Dijak one more time down the line. I'm sure. I think we'll have one more match, but then I think these guys will be a tag. Yeah, two giant monsters. Yeah, as a tag team, I think team. it would be. It, we need tag teams. Yeah, uh, war in, games. Yeah, I mean. We'll get there after, like, yeah. the end of this match, what kind of combinations we could have. But I love this triple threat. It was a lot of fun. Roderick Strong, Dijak, Keith Lee, they all delivered. It was Everyone hit their spots. It was really cool. Uh, and I'm really happy that, you know, part of me was like, okay, they could give it, take it off Roddy here. And they didn't. And I really like that they didn't. Because uh, he still got the, the feud with Dream to, to read. Redig up. Yeah, do we know how long Dream is out? No, I'm not sure. He is injured, but yeah. uh, hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, so that was the match. Roddy retains, and here comes Undisputed Era. The boys do come out after the match, post-match, and they all celebrate. And then what do these guys do? These heels. They beat up a beaten-down Keith Lee. They beat him up. They're pounding up on him. And then the music hits, and it's Champa. Tomasa Champa comes down to the ring with a crutch, dragging like a horror movie, dragging the machete almost, dragging this, comes down, but it's four on one, and it's, they're standing him down. They're like, come on, bring it. Champa stands in the middle of the ring. He's ready to go one against four here. And Johnny Gargano's music hits. He comes down to the ring. DIY chance at Full Cell here. Uh, I love this because it's now like, oh my god, DIY back together again where it all began. But still, it's only two against four. Someone else's music hits. Finn Baller. Finn comes down to the ring with his leather jacket. He stands in the middle between... Champa and Gargano, and now it's three against four, and we're wondering what the hell could happen next. And as they're about to all square off, Finn Balor does his drop down overhead kick, Enzigiri kick, right in the temple of Johnny Gargano, turning on him on his alliance that he just made right then and there. Turns on him. Champa is stunned like a pack of wolves. The Undisputed Era attack him while Finn Balor beats down Johnny Wrestling. They all attack Champa. They hit all the, the last shot to the back of the head. Finn does his like drop kick thing on the outside, sending uh, Johnny into like clearly a, a stunted crowd here. It was uh, like oh, it looked <clears throat> looked crazy. It looked insane. It was the it's the metal barricades yeah. rather than like the WWE arena ones. Sends him flying, just crazy. Sends him flying, picks him up, walks over to where the ramp is, and then hits the bloody Sunday, the lift up like hatch. Uh, what is it called? The 19- no, it wasn't. It wasn't that because this was. This was just like a really high angle spike DDT. Yeah, he used to do this, and he calls it the nineteen. No, that's when it's that's almost like the uh, that was almost like Sting's move, but he raised them up when your your head's tilting. Yeah, back. yeah, but this this one they call that as well. It's just like both reverse. Okay. One's one's re- inverted in the other. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he used to do this quite a lot. This I, I miss him doing this move, and he hits lands Johnny's head bounces. Oh, it looks nasty. You hear a thud. When he hits this move. And now we have Champa laid out in the middle of the ring. Undisputed Era staring at Finn Balor with Johnny Gargano laid out in front of him on the apron. They stare down. They all do their Undisputed Era pose. 
Finn Balor looks at them, looks at Johnny. Instead of doing the Undisputed Era finger hand pose thing that I still can't figure out how they do it, instead points two finger guns at the body of Johnny Gargano laying at his feet. And this is where the show fades to black and it's over. This was an incredible end. Uh, I haven't seen AEW yet this week. Right. I, I absolutely will. But I can see for a show that I think has been uh, been beaten in the buzz right. uh, last few weeks, Lost in the I, shuffle. Can, I can see this getting a lot of buzz. <sighs> this this is the insane. most interested I've been in Balor since he's been in WWE. 100%. Since, he's been, like, since his first in, in NXT. Not just the heel turn, but the aggression with the heel yes, turn. Yes, yes. That, that drop kick on the outside looked nuts. This uh, bloody Sunday on the ramp looked nuts. Yeah. And you don't normally see that kind of aggression on a heel turn. No. Straight away, I was like, oh, Balor's going to be an incredible heel. Uh, we know he did it in, in New Japan, and I, I just think... He was so good in this New is Japan as great. a heel, too. Now, my question is, do you see this being... Say this is a War Games match yeah undisputed with Bala against uh Champa Gargano Lee Dijakovic and Dream could that be the babyface team uh I'm not too sure because I I there was a reason he didn't do the undisputed era thing yes because he's not joining them and this is great storytelling because it leaves you on a cliffhanger mm. this was r- so smart the writing here of them to do it just like that where the, they're posing and he doesn't he does not do their pose so it's like you're, you're already like what if this what if that there's so many things great storytelling to leave you hanging here with the, with the turn I love the turn it reminded me of Seth Rollins turning because I was just like what literally the same thing that when that happened when Seth turned on the shield it's the same reaction my mouth went oh what? Like, what? How did you... How? Why? I think we... Yeah, just didn't see it yeah, coming at didn't all. Didn't see it Thought coming they're setting oh. out up this Balor Adam Cole Remember when wrestling match? would get you? Yeah. It's good when wrestling gets you. You know when they get you. You got me. Oh, that swerve. Uh, I really love this. So now, is is Finn Balor attacking Johnny Gargano because Johnny Gargano claims he's Mr. Takeover? He's Mr. NXT? Well, I think they've been really clever because yeah. they've been... They've been having these fantastic video packages with Gargano. Yeah. Uh, being, calling him Mr. N- I'm NXT. I'm NXT. I am Mr. NXT. Takeover. Um, they had him do the NXT for life thing. And yeah. this has been going, like the Mr. NXT has been going on for a oh, while wow. now. And if that was for this to be the end goal, um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, because who, who, would, who would challenge to be Mr. NXT, anyone else other than Gargano? Finn, Finn Balor, Balor, who was Mr. NXT before. Absolutely. Yeah, this is fantastic. I need to see this one-on-one match between these two. Uh, this is a storyline done right, an angle that has tricked me and saw a swerve like this. It leads to so many questions. Undisputed Era getting the upper hand over Champa as well is pretty crazy because now we're like, oh yeah. man, DIY is together, but they got... Well, it's fully baby-faced Champa, if you didn't think he was already. like, Yeah, yeah. It, it gets real heat on Undisputed, who... Who have to battle with that being the core heel group all yeah. the time. They want to get hate. Um, and we've been saying for the last few weeks with Gargano, like, we, he can't be in the title picture. But then right. where is he? This is perfect. Yeah, I need to see this, this one-on-one match. Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, who is Mr. NXT. It's, it's a dream match, really. Yeah. Oh, to be absolutely. honest, this is this this angle has. Int- I, I went into NXT being like, "Huh, you know what? There isn't anything kind of hot tonight." Other, the triple threat was really interesting, but it wasn't like there wasn't any angles and stuff no. like that. And last week we had a USB angle. Yeah, we joked about it, <laughs> being like, "That was 
cool, whatever. This week, this swerve, definitely an angle. Two thumbs up for this. And you got this to, was awesome. Salah must be just so excited oh, for yeah. this. And, like, salivating. Yeah, all black, you, leather jacket. I think, like, his only singles match at WrestleMania, he was the demon, that's cool. It was against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's Come the rock on. and roller this now. This is going to be a smaller stage, but I think this is what he wants yeah. from, uh, from WWE. Rock and roller, NXT, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, I love it. What a what a great ending. I can't wait to see. This me, makes me want to watch next week. Yeah. Because now there's so many Which different things. Which it hasn't things. been doing the yeah, last few They weeks. haven't had a cliffhanger like this, so I, um, I'm really cool with this. Love this week's episode of NXT. Me too. Uh, let's go to some feedback and see sure. what other people think. Let's see what you think. Every Wednesday night when NXT's airing, forum.postwrestling.com. Sign up. It's free. You get to join and you ask us things, write things, what you thought. Do you want me to start? Sure, go for it. Let's go to Terry Tino, 21. Holy shit, boys. Thought I was going to write in about how a great main event that was, but damn, did not see that heel turn coming. Guess those are the best ones. I'm left stumped after that one. Awesome show as always. Keep up the great work, fellas. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We go to Paul from New Jersey. Stoked Knox and Kai beat the UFC jobbers. It seems that lately performers have been able to cut promos in their native tongue, which is fantastic. Oscar and Kyrie sounded like Gogo from Kill Bill. Good stuff. <laughs> Did you guys catch the woman spazzing out, screaming, go to hell after Bala turned? Florida is a fun place. <laughs> no, I did not see that, but I, I, I believe it. Florida is a fun place. <laughs> the, the streets run with Four loco. That's tap water. Uh, we go to Mystery. The Finn Balor heel turn was excellent. Same goes for the triple threat. However, let's talk about the big matches next week and what I think is going to happen. I feel like Kyrie and Asuka are going to retain. I don't know how Io and Candice is going to shake out. To be honest, I think Io is going to win. Or if she does lose, it will be in incredibly fluky fashion like a roll-up, which will feed to a later bit of speculation, maybe more rematches. Uh, If you didn't know, Io recently had an interview in a pro wrestling Japanese magazine about how her heel turn and her creative direction... And it was all her idea and that she wants a faction. Yes, I did hear about this. So can you imagine the Kabuki Warriors retaining and Io Shirai forming with the Kabuki Warriors? Uh, Kyrie worked with Io in stardom. Asuka teamed with Io as part of the Triple Tales a long time ago. So it all would make sense if you make Io join them. So all three... Wait, now there's three evil Japanese women? That could be awesome. Um, and I assume with that you'd have Asuka and... Kyrie staying in NXT, or would they float around? Cool, float around. Um, Do it. Yeah, I think that's cool. It just kind of goes against Shirai's turn from like two months ago, where it's she doesn't want friends. She I doesn't don't want need friends. Um, but it's wrestling. But we don't have long pick. memories, do we? She doesn't want friends. She wants to pick her new friend. He says, maybe I'm overthinking, but that could be really cool. Aside, uh, if I if I never have to see Bulk and Skull. Slash Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir wrestle again. I'll be thankful. Wow, he can. He just said Bulk and Skull are Marina. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, we go to Kissy Boots. Brayden, why did your girl have to come out and try to mess with my girl's match tonight? <laughs> All joking aside, everyone looked great in their post-match segment of the Rhea versus Bi- uh, Bianca match, except for Belair. Did you guys know that Riddle and Grimes are who we thought they are? Um, are who we thought they are. Was Morrow reading Beth Phoenix's part of the commentary? I wish the crowd had been more creative with the riddle chants and chanted Broberg instead. <laughs> this needs to become a thing. Broberg? Um, <laughs> what's he going on about here about Riddle and Grimes? I think I must have missed something from uh, Morrow. 
Um, he goes on to say, The six man was incredible and better than I expected. I guess you could say I was swerved. John Pollock better not steal that one. The women's tag match was okay. Duke and Shafir's screaming during their entrance looked like a couple of kids imitating wrestlers. And it's too much. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. I don't like that. Uh, I bet Davey's looking forward to seeing my girl return to NXT next week uh, with Asuka. Uh, he loved the triple threat. Uh, numerous tandem move spots. Roddy has great in-ring chemistry with Lee and Dijakovic, despite forgetting to wear a hoodie to the ring. I liked most of all that. He won without the Undisputed Era's help. Solid show all round. Glad Bala has a clear path ahead. Um, yeah, pretty excited for the show. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you kind of we kind of touched on all of that stuff. Um, I, I do like Broberg, but I mean, Riddle works fine for me. And yeah, Kyrie and Io on the same show next week. Yeah. What are we going to do? What Good week. Chris from The Rock says, that's funny, uh, this is my first time in a long time posting here. First time in a long time, but it's back like I did to do. First time, long time. Yeah. What's up, guys? Didn't have to work tonight, so I was able to watch live, and I'm happy I did. Another great show. I was hoping we would get a heel baller. Him and Gargano feud is going to be great. I loved that ending. And Roddy fucking strong is great. That Tower of Doom spot was crazy. I'm glad no one was hurt because it looked like it could have ended bad. Love the show. Wish you guys all the best and good work. Hey, thank you, Chris from The Rock. Thank uh, you. 77. Decent show up until the surprise turn at the end. I was leaning toward this being the weakest of NXT shows thus far. Okay. Uh, wasn't bad, but I felt the matches were fairly standard fair and the finish to the main event was super predictable. When Bala came out, I started thinking, okay, they are setting up their war games. Who else is going to come out now? Thinking maybe we are going to get another big return. Instead, it was a big turn with Bala laying out Gargano. I'm wondering what the explanation is going to be. I was half expecting him to put up the UE mm. sign as he walked up the ramp, but that would be, feel a bit off with all of them having titles and him without one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm happy that he didn't put up the Undisputed Era thing. He don't need them. Uh, let's go to Eva from London. Yes, the Shayna superfan with a new segment. Random Shayna fact nobody asked for. Shayna Baszler can play the cello along with the bass guitar. Wow, we're getting random Shayna facts okay. now. It's like, remember random cat facts? You could put someone's telephone number in and it would start sending that phone number random cat facts. Oh, yeah, I love putting... Nice. I, I'll put your number in it sometime. Uh, in all serious, great episode of NXT. Rhea Belair, great, and Io's interference meant nothing. Grimes Riddle was a sleeper hit. Love bait put, punching Babadook in the face. Um, women's tag match was all right. Hot take, I think Duke is improving, but Shafir looks to remain the same. Oh, I think it's the opposite. I like Shafir, but Duke kind of looked the same. Uh, main event was out of this world. Has Roddy won on NXT with that knee before? Uh, yeah, it's the sick kick. I don't think they call it that in NXT, but the, in Ring of Honor, he, he normally Normally has it as more like a like a signature move rather than his finisher. Yeah. It's he's been using, but it made sense front. with the finish of yeah. He's used it, but yeah. I don't think he's finished with it. And that heel turn, I thought it was setting up for the war games, but then that Pele kick out of nowhere, the real rock and roll. A question at this point: Who do you think are in the war games match? Uh, who, who who's gonna take Shayna for the title? And will it be Balor Gargano for the Mister NXT? And what was the wine? PSC three PO made me cry. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I have. C-3PO sucks. Yeah, Star Wars. We need a new Star Wars review soon. Yeah, we, we will. Rogue Next One. Month. Yeah, soon. Um, uh, yeah, so what do you think is good? You think, I think Keith Lee, Donovic, Dominic Dijakovic, and Champa against the three guys? No, I don't know. Well, I mean, we've seen... Uh, I feel like we've seen teams of five in old, old WC... In old War Games yeah. matches. 
Uh, or are we doing four and four? I mean, I just want to see Finn versus you Gargano. You could do uh, Lee, Dijak, um, Champa, and Dream if he's fit against right. Undisputed, and then Gargano versus sure. Balor. Or you could put Gargano and Balor in that, and then the singles later. like spread that away to like Royal Rumble. Oh no, they're not doing a Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think they're doing Gargano Balor. Yeah, definitely. I need then. to see that singles match. Um, okay, there's a got, big one here. Yeah. Uh, Sango from Malaysia. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, regarding Brady's question about our Prime Minister last week, he's 94 <laughs> years old. It'd only take one male model to win <laughs> I can't remember your question last week. I said he's from Malaysia. I said, how's your Prime Minister doing? <laughs> Has anyone killed him yet? Have you not seen Zoolander? I'm glad he understood my joke okay. or else he would be like, what? Uh, this week's NXT felt decent up till the banger of a main event, which helped lift up the whole show. Great to watch Bianca and Rhea go head-to-head. Not often do we see two female powerhouses go at each other. Io's running with the 619 was sublime. I'm eager to see how Rhea will make her pay after that attempted interference. He's looking forward to Riddle do a Goldberg entrance soon. Uh, Six-man was great. Um, uh, Swerve makes every match one to watch. Garza Gallagher was solid. Rush was surprisingly not good on commentary. He needs to bring back some of the swagger hmm. from his main roster run. Now, he might be someone that just thrives on scripted promos. Sure. Maybe, maybe scripting is good for him and he right. can make it sound natural. And then just being on his own, he's a little less confident. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and also feels Gentleman Jack has been floundering ever since he stopped coming out to Carmen's Overture. Yeah, he's been doing nothing for a while. Uh, you like to see the tag matches uh, tag champs are finally going to be on NXT uh, not surprised to see Roddy retain the spirit bomb superplex spot was out of this world as was feast your eyes pounce combo uh, thought they were taking years of Adam Cole's life when he had to hear Champa, Gargano and Balor's music one after another at least not before Balor's surprise attack Finn made himself out as a bastard for that but I don't get the feeling he's aligned himself with Undisputed Era just yet. No. Here's to more good shit from the NXT and BDE. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Balor's going to join them because it just doesn't fit right now. It's something they could tease, like they have done with, um, like they did with Roddy, although Roddy was a babyface at the time. Uh, no, I, I see him being a just a singles guy. We go to B Detroit. What up, doe? My boys, Dragon Dave and Lucha Bray. Oh! <laughs> Or what about Bray Phoenix? <laughs> Dragon Dave, the return of Dragon Dave. I still call you that. Dragon Dave. I do. I do yeah. love calling you that. I do. I love. I love when we meet people and they'll be like, "Oh, like this is Dragon Dave. This is, <laughs> this is Dragon Dave." He says, first time in a long time, brothers. Mm. First time, long time." This is what I need to see from NXT. Just keep cranking out great matches and angles. I absolutely love the show tonight. Aside from the MMA horsewomen, I can't complain. Question is. Is Finn officially in the era? And I don't you... think so. Yeah, don't think so. And will you guys be streaming any WWE 2K20? Because I would love to see oh, you guys God. walk into career mode. Hey, that game is glitchier than our yeah, streams getting... are. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting heat. You're not even buying it. Is it the first game you're not buying? Uh, WWE game? I've had, I think, the last three. Okay. Three or four. Uh, yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah, we loved last year's game. We loved playing it. We, we we twitched a bit. We went on YouTube and gamed and stuff. But then this one's just getting bad reviews and looks shit. So like, the why glitches go, have been hilarious. Like, how much is a game cost these it's days? Like sixty bucks, eighty dollars. Yeah. Like, come on, not for a shit game. Side note, Brayden, if you think that Walter theme remix you did needs some bars, hit me up. Cheers, bro. Yeah, I'm looking for some rappers, man. Hit me up, nice. definitely. 
we go to Tyler from Orlando who attended the show live. Oh, awesome. Amazing. Excellent. Another Wednesday, another fun show at Full Sail University. Obviously, the main event was insane. We were so loud for that match, my voice still hurts. The Bala Hill turn legit caught everyone off guard. I found myself grabbing my friend's arm because I was distressed from the turn. Of course. Not sure if they showed it on camera, but the Undisputed Era were all doing their hand gesture while Bala walked up the ramp. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm hyped for Leo Rush and Angel Gaza. Eight out of ten show for me, boys. Yeah, and that's all the feedback. Yeah, I thought that was a really solid show. Yeah, definitely. Everyone agreed that the Finn thing just caught them. Just so left field. Like, what? This is a monkey wrench and everything. How are you feeling about the two-hour format? Is it, uh, it, is it dragging for you? Or? It definitely... Um, they're doing, like, the same show, but just in two hours, which is good. Because I'm worried that it's going to turn into Raw. Yeah, I think the format is right. Like Raw being like SmackDown. Like it's just going to be the two-hour wrestling show now, and they're going to do the same things. Obviously, we've got to watch it live for this, but yeah. I would much prefer to watch the network version because the, it's the commercials that kill me Yeah, um, and really takes you out of the matches. But um, I I agree with you. I'm glad that they've they've kept pretty true to the formula that they've had for NXT the last few years before moving to two hours yeah and i like it they, they've been delivering i think every wednesday since being on usa in my opinion it's just been good wrestling uh every year in the past few years I've been like man wrestling's just this is the best year of wrestling ever i keep saying that and uh, i think 2019 proves that too like there's just crazy amounts of wrestling and nxt is delivering i love it and the wednesday night wars that being said as soon as we're finished recording here we're gonna go watch AEW. so like it's i love that there's like this it's not necessarily a boom period per se, but it's it's definitely just so much of it and there's such good stuff. It's just different from what we've been accustomed to. It's, we've been we've had some shit years of wrestling in yeah. the pa- past little while, so it's good that it's finally changed again. Uh, so it's just interesting. So uh, if you want to hear us talk about AEW, you can on our Patreon because we do like a little Wednesday night, Thursday round. Like little, a little wrap up. Just of, us talking. Of the war. Just us talking and we'll do that. Um, we'll discuss the best match ever, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, WrestleMania matches, all three of them we're going to talk on best match ever. Which one is it? All I know is you watched the My Way promo. I did, right? yeah. You made me watch it. I just watched the Backlash match as well, which okay. is, is good. It's a good one. Uh, I probably won't watch it. Hear my thoughts tomorrow. Right, yeah. Uh, and then we have all our movie reviews that we put out. We've been doing Was Next. We got Up Yours. We got the Spider-Man 3 one, which is just crazy. James Franco, Tobey Maguire. Uh, check out our El Camino review if you've now managed to catch up with the Breaking Bad film. Oh, man, That's I love it. That's on free feed. Did um, you watch? I'm obsessed with that song. Dr. I, I Hook, know, I know. I hear it together. every Todd? three minutes. Who plays Todd? Jesse Plemons. Oh, man. This guy's amazing. Oh, he's he's Apparently, he's in The Irishman. Yeah. I need to watch. Should we do The Irishman? Although, it's like three Dude, hours I'm long. I'm not noting The Irishman. <laughs> How about we do it, but with no notes? Like, don't like... Well, we can talk about it, for sure. Yeah, we'll do that, definitely. Because that movie looks wild, as well. So, we have so much stuff going on on our Patreon. Again, we have tiers. Only $5 a month gets you all these extra ones. And then, there's a 205 if you just want to help us out. But there's the 25 tier, which gets you all sorts of stuff. We're going to do uh, a Halloween party... Uh, as well next week a little get together with some friends which i still have to get my costume uh we might you know show people what we do how we do it here in the bde so uh thank you to all our patreon supporters you guys you guys you peoples you peeps have been awesome 
Do we want to do a little shout out? Yeah, let's do a little shout out to some of them. Uh, these are a, a load of people who have recently joined our Patreon and allow us to continue doing Up Next for free. Yeah. Um, as well as all those other fantastic shows we enjoy doing. So I'd like to say thank you to Anthony Makasib. I apologize if I pronounce your name incorrectly. I can't read it. Tony Prosser, Rob McDonald, Dre Pullen, Dre. Sango Rindu, Christopher Murray. Uh, Peter Smiloff, Philippe Carrera, Anthony Ray, Brian T, Jake Alanar, is he Jake from, Jake the, Windy from the Windy City? And David Goodwin, or David David Goodwin. Hey, thank you to all the people. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, thank you to just anyone who listens to this show, uh, just our, our normal post wrestling feed. Follow the Up Next Twitter, uh, at Up Next Podcast. Uh, you can follow myself, Braden Harrington, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm always posting stuff. I am at The Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Uh, what else is there to say on this this week? I'm swerved. I don't know what else to what. I I think I think that's about it. <laughs> I think, think that's it's time it. to cue up the music and get out of here. That's right. Uh, thank you, everybody. We will talk to you again next week. Um, take care. Goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.